man. And then Wednesday evening, I have found an oasis of love. I have found a place where I can come and be refreshed. Hallelujah. Fellowship with brothers and sisters. Be touched by Almighty God. Amen. Oh, friends, we definitely get the best of the deal. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Good to see you in the house of the Lord. Good to have Sister Andrea back from California. Amen. Glad you're back. We missed you while you're gone. And visitors, home folk, we're glad you're here. Calendars, she was reading off of that. Grab one of those. They're printed out. Take it home. Put it on your refrigerator. There's something going on all the time. And uh, we ought to be busy doing the Lord's business. Amen. Amen. We should occupy till he comes. I, uh, I have known people that when they started in this journey, they just kind of got the mentality, Brother Rick, that I should just go ahead and pack my bag. And I know the sound's coming. There's going to be a trumpet. And so I'm just going to wait for the trumpet. It could be any moment. But until we hear it, we should be working and busy and loving people and doing our best. What a great, great privilege we have tonight. We have Pastor Brad Schreck from Anchorage, the Anchorage Church. He and many of his church members are here tonight. Thank you. Looking forward to it, Brother Schreck. We love you. We appreciate you. And what a great honor it is. Why don't you let... Pastor Shrek, know how much you appreciate him coming from Anchorage. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be praised. Come on now. It might be a midweek service. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. But God can still do a work. Hallelujah, Lord. Whether it's a Wednesday night... Bible study, preaching time, amen, praise God, amen, hallelujah, Lord. Well, I, I don't know about, you may be seated for a moment, but, but, uh, but I, it's never, there are no coincidences in the kingdom of God, and, and uh, that last song they sang isn't a new one, amen. Matter of fact, it took me back 28 years ago, because when this 17-year-old found his way into a Pentecostal church one Wednesday night, and oh, by the way, I got the Holy Ghost the next Wednesday night, praise God. Anyways, hallelujah. And I'm baptized, drunk in the Spirit, praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Well, the first choir song I was ever a part of, and I, no one's ever accused me of singing, but I like being in choirs. First choir song we ever sang was, My God is an Awesome God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Lord. Amen. That song took me back, amen, to the time where I first knew the Lord, amen, and and got to sing that. That's an awesome song. Amen. Praise God. Because my God is awesome. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I up here and you are as, I guess, I'm blessed to be here. I thank Brother, uh, Brother Herring for the invite. I love this church. Uh, amen. I, I get to come out uh, at least two times a week. I'm a, I'm a valley member. Amen. I'm reverse commuting out to the valley and I get to be out here and uh, 
And I'm glad I'm working for the school district, not the borough. Praise God with everything they're dealing with. But uh, anyhow, amen. Praise God. But, but I, I also get to bring, and I told my, about a year ago, we were at home, and I got to see my grandfather, and he's an ordained Wesleyan minister. Uh, and uh, and uh, I fell from the tree, but I fell into truth. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm the next preacher in line in my family. Uh, uh, and, but he gave me his Bible. I have a 1934 uh, Thompson Chain, fourth, uh, the fourth copyrighted edition uh, of, of the Thompson Chain Bible. And I told him when he gave it to me, because uh, he asked, he's almost 90. And I told him, I said, he asked, we've kind of got to that place where he's talking. I said, Grandpa, just so you know, there's only one thing I want. I want the word that you first started to preach from. And so he gave me his Bible this last trip. Amen. And so, uh, I don't know that this should help somebody. I was praying and, and felt like somebody needs to hear this. This isn't my, my you're going to get this one for free. But in Psalm 61, it says, Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I'm here to tell somebody, amen. There may is going to be a day when you're overwhelmed. If you're not now, you will be someday. But I thank God there's a rock that I can get a hold of. There's somebody I can cry out to, amen, that is always going to be higher than me. I thank God that I can cry out to Him. I thank God that I have a, a God in heaven, amen, that hears my cry, hears my cry, and if I'll get to an altar, if I'll get to a place of, of reconciliation, amen, He'll always, always make a way. Praise God. Amen. I'm here to tell somebody tonight. I felt like somebody needs to hear that word tonight. You may be overwhelmed in everything that's going on in your life, but if you'll just settle down and cry out to God, amen, He's going to hear your cry tonight. He knows right where you're at tonight. You're not lost with God. Amen. He knows right where He has put you. Amen. And where you're at is where He has put you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. If you have your Bibles and you want to turn to don't worry, we're not going to talk about running. These aren't filas in here. Praise God. Amen. But I do have an object. A little lesson here. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Why don't you give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So, we're going to go to two scripture texts. Psalms 37 and 23. And in 2 Timothy 7 through 9. Chapter 1, 7 through 9. It says in Psalm 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor me, his prisoner. But be thou a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel, according to the power of God, who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling. Not according to our works, but according to His own purpose. Amen. And grace which was given us in, G in Christ Jesus before the world began. 
Lord, I pray, God, right now, I pray, God, that you would bless and anoint me, God. Lord, uh, the vessel of your word tonight, Lord God. I pray, God, that you would keep your hand upon me, Lord God. Use me, Lord God, for these are your people, God. Speak a rhema word right now to every soul that's here tonight, God. I pray, God, let this be a word that we not just hear, but are doers of the word as well, God. I pray, God, I want to be a doer of the word, God. Lord, give me a rhema word tonight. Give us a rhema word tonight, God, that we can take with us. Lord God, that will impact us, Lord God, for your kingdom and for your glory, God. And I praise the mighty name of Jesus. And the church said, Amen. Give the Lord another hand clap of praise as you're being seated. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. As I've been kind of preparing for this message, I felt like Sometimes as a church, we have growth, and you know, if you go work out, you'll grow for a bit, you'll plateau, then you'll grow, and, and whatever, and, and for any circumstance, you might be in a place of growth in your life, but there's going to come a point where you're going to begin to plateau, and you're going to have to persevere through some things in order to push further with God, amen, and I'm not sure where everybody is here at, at, at Palmer Pentecostal, but I do know this, I know God is not God called you to where you're at today. Amen. He's got more for Palmer. Amen. There's more blessing. There's more anointing. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. There's more uh, that are going to come to know the Lord. There's more to be baptized, more to get the Holy Ghost. Amen. There is more to be done in the kingdom of God. Amen. And it's up to us and each and every one of us to get up, go out, and know that we are not called to stay right where we're at. Amen. We're not here, Lord, just to be here, stay here, and die here. Amen. But we are to move forward forward in the kingdom of God. It's an ever moving force. Amen. And I've got to get up each and every day and determine where will I go today? Hallelujah Lord. Where will my feet go? Where will I go and reach the lost? Where will I go to see the kingdom advanced? Hallelujah Lord. I don't know what my job is. I don't know what my role will be tomorrow. But I know my role is going to involve advancing the kingdom of God. And so I'm here to tell you, I don't know where you're at in this church. I don't, I don't know what your position is. I don't know exactly what your purpose is. That's between you and God. But it's not always what it seems. And so tonight, has anybody ever played chess? I believe God is the ultimate chess master. And... He does it with the church. He does it with us as individuals. And he just knows where to put us. And so if you've, if you've played chess, then you will know that the first thing I'm going to pull out here is a king. King is the most important piece on the chessboard. It's not the most powerful piece on the chessboard. It's the most important piece because without the king, you don't play. You're done. Amen. Now we know our king, we know he prevails. We know there's no way to put my, my God in checkmate. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, we know the most powerful piece on the board, the one that can do all the moves, the one that can do everything, amen, is the queen or his bride. Praise God. And I'm glad to be a part of the bride tonight. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Lord God. So we know we've got this queen here. Amen. Praise God. And we know that, that, that that is the most powerful piece. And we know that the 
rook is the next powerful piece. And uh, then we got the bishop, praise God, hallelujah, Lord. And then we got the, the knight. I always like the knight just because it's the only play piece that gets to jump other people, praise God, hallelujah, Lord, praise Lord. But then we have one other piece. Now, it's the weakest piece on the board, but it's also the most in number. And it's the one that's on the second rank or the front line, as you will, uh, when it comes to what we're doing here. So those are your pieces on a chessboard. We've all played chess, or most of us has, or at least seen it. And, and some of us have even said, if we're not careful, I'm just a pawn. Have you ever felt like you're just a pawn? Maybe at work, or maybe even in the church, amen. It feels like I'm just the guy that goes out in front and gets run over. Have you ever felt like a pawn? Johnny on the spot. Just says yes to everything. Does whatever they're asked to do. The place of least honor. The piece that sometimes my kids almost forget to put on the board. Because some people say, well, they're just going to come off. But nonetheless, there are eight pawns on a chessboard. And so today, I'm glad I am just a pawn. My goal at the end of this message is, we'll all appreciate being, serving the king, being a part of the bride, and having the power of the bride that comes collectively. Being all these other places like pastors and bishops. But I'm just glad I'm a pawn. Again, the pawn is the weakest plate priest on the board. And it tells us in Corinthians, you know, we, we, we always like to read that. It says, for you see in, in 1 Corinthians 1, 26-29, it says, For you see your calling, brethren, how not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised hath God chosen. Amen. And things which are not to bring to naught the things that are. Amen. That no flesh should glory in the presence of God. I'm here to tell you I'm glad I'm a pawn. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. I may be unassuming. I may not have the education. I may not have everything everybody else thinks they need or want. Amen. Praise God. But I have this one thing. I have an ability to be on the board. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. And I answer the call every time my pastor, every time my God says go, I go. Hallelujah, Lord. You know what also is interesting about the pawn? The pawn can't move very far, but it can't go backwards. It's the only piece on the board that can't do nothing but go forward. Hallelujah, Lord. You have got to have a mentality that I don't care what comes against me. I'm not turning back. I'm not going back. But I am going to go forward. Hallelujah, Lord. I will march into the unknown. I'll march into wherever God has called me. Whether it's dark, whether it's sunny, or whether the storms are blowing or whatever's going on. I am going to move forward. I will not go back. I'm telling you, I want the mentality of a pawn tonight. I want to just be a pawn in the kingdom of God. 
You may look around and you may try to compare yourself to who's around. Again, all that matters is your piece on the board being played by the master. As I said before, the pawn is limited in its movement. It can only go in one direction. The only other, it can go forward, it can also go diagonal, but only when it's on attack. Otherwise, it's just moving straight ahead. Never back. It can only ever go one space at a time. Except its first move. And it gets to take two. Water and spirit. Praise God. Once you've taken your first two steps with God and been, bat- and, and been born again of water and of spirit, amen, hallelujah. Every day after that, you just got to get up and say, God, give me one more square. Take me one more step. Lord, I just want to get one more step closer to you, God. I just want to take one more step in the kingdom of God. God, there's an enemy here. I'm going to attack it. Oh, God, but either way, I'm going forward. I don't care what's behind me. I don't care what's coming up. I've just got to know that, God, you've got all those other pieces to protect my back. Amen. That's why you can just go forward and trust God, knowing that your bishop, your pastor, the leadership has your back. Hallelujah, Lord. The church has your back. Hallelujah, Lord. You can trust God. You can walk with God. You can excel with God. You don't have to accept. Hallelujah, Lord. Just sitting still. Other pieces can all move multiple spaces. They can either move just in one direction, like a bishop. can only move diagonally. They can go backwards and forwards as long as it's moving diagonally. The rook can go forwards and back. Left and right. The knight, always taking two or three steps. Two, then three, or three, then two. Making those little wells. And then the queen can move left and right, back and forth, and diagonally. A lot of us would say, man, I wish, I'd like to be a rook. I'd like to be able to go from here to there in one move. How many have gone to prayer and said, God, it just feels like this is taking forever. It just feels like, God, I, I look at so-and-so over there. They just got the Holy Ghost last week and it seems like they're zooming forward. Is there something wrong with me? Am I broken? And God just whispers in our ear and says, no, you're special. You're a pawn. Now before you laugh, we'll get there. The most powerful piece on the board truly is the pawn. And I'm going to prove it to you. You may feel like you're a nobody. You may feel like nobody cares, like your family doesn't care. And if you're like me, your family said adios when you said hello to God. But there's got to be something before we can be anything else. There's got to be a drive in us that says, I'm going to get up each and every day and take one step. 
Everybody else, you know that rook, it can zoom from one end to the other. It can go from one end to the other. That's, that's fine, you know. But I just got to have this mentality that I put on the blinders and I just get with God and I say, God, you've called me to be a pawn. I'm just a pawn, God. And I'm going to take one more step tomorrow. Another step the next day. And I'm just going to keep stepping with God. I'm going to keep moving forward with God. I I know it may not seem like I'm getting to the end of the board. It may not seem like I'm getting very far. And a lot of times it may feel like the enemy is right in front of me. And I can't move forward. And I can't go anywhere. Amen. Uh, uh, And I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of time that the enemy is right in front of you trying to hold you back. Amen. And it doesn't feel like you're making any progress. Amen. But as long as you're on the board. Amen. There's still hope. Hallelujah, Lord. And I know my God is a God of hope. And my God didn't call me, amen, to be a pawn in His, in his, in his army. Hallelujah, Lord. To be a pawn in this game of life for no pr- purpose. He's got a purpose for you. Now Ephesians 4 and 11 through 12 tells us and He gave some apostles, some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, to, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Now, as was pointed out to me recently, the King James Version is not the holy translation of the Word. It's a translation. And, and, it, and it is the Word of God as taken through, but through the eyes of those writers from King James, or from, uh, from King James and his era. That being said, in the Greek... A lot of those things aren't there, like as far as the apostrophes and the, the commas and stuff like that. The punctuation to make it read right in English is added. But it's still the Word of God, and it's still the whole Word of God. But if, if, if it's one of those things where I only go to the King James Version, by the way, as far as what I study, but I also have to know that, that I've got to study the Greek, I've got to study the Hebrew, I've got to study the Word. And uh, because there's those italics words that get added and stuff like that. But anyways, I say all that to say this. God gave all of that to me. So that I could do the work that he has called me to do. So that I could go out. And because of the prophets in my life, because of the teachers in my life, I can get up and get out of my pew and I can go to somebody's house and I can teach the Word. I can begin to deliver the Word to them. Why? Because it wasn't just that that those are individual things that don't mean anything, but they were given to me for the perfecting of me. And when I am made perfect, I'm doing what God has called me to do. And that is to win the lost. Amen. That's When I'm doing what God has called me to do, that means I take one step. Hallelujah, Lord. I, I reach out one more time. I keep taking one more step. Hallelujah, Lord. I stand on that word. I live on that word and know that God gave me those things. Hallelujah, Lord. I don't aspire necessarily to be those things, but I take those things and what they mean in my life. I thank God for pastors. I thank God for teachers. You ought to thank God you got a pastor that prays for you, a pastor that reads his word, studies his word, knows his word, lives the word. Hallelujah, Lord. You better be thankful every time when you don't feel like, God, should I take this step forward? There's a pastor that's praying for you. God, help them to take that step today. And when you take that step, it's not just you, but there's an arm and a hand on your shoulder. And it's the hand of God and the hand of your pastor and a hand of the church that's praying for you. Amen. 
Now, the purpose of the pawn is to move from one end of the board to the other. Nobody has ever said, give me a king, a queen, and all the rest pawns, and I'm going to win. You're going to get obliterated. Because all those other pieces are going to start wiping you off the board. The only job, in most cases, especially if you play with chess like me, is they block people from getting me. I sacrifice them. No greater love than a man hath than he lay down his life for a friend. Don't think God hasn't called you at some point in your life to sacrifice something for somebody else. If you're going to be the honored pawn in God's kingdom, you're going to have to lay some things down. Not just for God, but for your brother. So that their ministries get to where they need to be. Amen. I, I need this rook to get across the board. So how do I do that? Well, I've got to sacrifice. I've got to put myself in place so that that enemy may try to take me out. And when they take me out, amen, hallelujah, the, I know they're coming behind and they're going to take this more uh, 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 prominent piece of the enemy. So sometimes we've got to lay down our lives. Sometimes it only comes out by prayer and fasting. Sometimes we've got to sacrifice some things. Sometimes we've got to put the food down. Sometimes we've got to put uh, the world down. And, and we've got to get alone with God and say, God, I, I want to take a step, God. And, and God, I feel like you're telling me I, I, I've got to put myself in harm's way today. This step's going to put me right in the line of fire of the enemy. And God is saying, that's okay. I'm the chess master. And I'm moving you there for a reason. Amen. Because the enemy's going to try to get you, but I know you're strong enough to, to, to handle it, amen, but if you can go and be sacrificed today, we're going to take out a big part of the enemy in this city, we may take out the prince of this city, if you'll just lay down your life, how many are willing to sacrifice for the kingdom of God, how many are willing to sacrifice that their, that their, 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 their brothers and their sisters might be what God has called them to be? You see, because we forget, God is the ultimate chess master. You know what I find funny? Is if you've ever sat and watched a real chess master or champion, one of the, that Kasparic guy or whatever, Kasparic or whatever his name was, you know, he, they, they're the type that when you make your move, the first move you make a chess master has already played the game. The enemy has made its first move. Did that at the Garden of Eden. But from that first move, Jesus had already played the game. So I've got to trust that when he tells me to move, He's already played the game. He, I know you're supposed to be there. Don't, it doesn't look right, but you just go right where I told you to go. You just go, you go, you go knock on that door. You go talk to that person. You go, you go, you just get up and go do that one. You get up and go pray today. Uh, well, God, it just doesn't sound right. You know, uh, well, well, you know what? God has already played the game, and we got to keep that in mind. Amen. Sometimes we're asked to sacrifice our dreams, goals, and wants for the greater good of the kingdom of God. Amen. And, and it's his kingdom. 
kingdom. And sometimes we're used just to block the opponent from advancing his pawns, right? We don't want his pawns to get to the, uh, 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 further into our territory, amen? So sometimes we're just there and it doesn't seem like we're moving, but we're holding up the enemy, amen? Praise God. We're holding them up. We're pushing them back, amen? Praise God. So I'm thank God for pawns tonight, amen? This may mean we spend the entire game in one spot, never seeming to move or advance. However, it is crucial that all the enemy's pawns are stopped or taken. It's important that we understand as an individual piece, I can only make one move at a time. Only when called upon by the master. Because he sees all the pieces on the board. And he sees where the, the opponent's pieces are. Even when I can't see where they're coming from. And he can see multiple moves ahead in my life and in the church's life. And sometimes when the pastor says we're going to do this, and everybody's like, well, why are we going to do that? It's because God has spoken to him. And he's seeing about two or three moves ahead. Amen. And he knows what the enemy's about to do. Amen. And he knows if I'm going to uh, stop that attack, I've got to have that pawn here. I've got to have that bishop over here. I've got to move my queen over here so that it can get out. Amen. Praise God. Because if I don't, we're in trouble. Amen. So we've got to trust our leadership and pray for our leadership. Hallelujah. And make sure that they're hearing from God clearly. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. He can anticipate. As you see, at the end of the day, he is the supreme chess master. And the devil is an undisciplined average player. Which means that when they sit down to play, the moment the devil makes his first move, God, again, already knows how it's going to play out, and he's already got it done. The enemy doesn't know that. He's going to lose all kinds of pieces, but he can cause damage if we're not careful. He already knows when and where all the pieces on the board are going to be moved. All based on what the devil comes at us with. That's why he could say that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not. Shall not. And I always get this. You know, the gates of hell. You know what that means? I'm not sitting at home. That means we're going to the gates of hell. That means God needs every pawn and every piece on the move. Moving in concert, moving as He has called them. You see, we've talked about all these pieces, and we know that they can make different moves, and you're not necessarily going to use a pawn to win the game. And you don't have to worry. He'll give you all the pieces you're going to need, and He's going to give you what you need. He'll give you all these, and you may have to sacrifice one or two for the other. But here in line is where we get to where what makes the pawn the most powerful piece on the board? You see, as long as that pawn is on the board and not really doing anything or moving, it's no real threat to your opponent. And what are they going to do? They're moving other pieces trying to get your, our, our king in check. And they're moving around and trying to, and they're, they're swapping and sacrificing these big pieces. And sometimes if we're not careful, the enemy will just kind of forget, and we feel like we've been forgotten. And we're just sitting there on the board, and then all of a sudden, they have to move a piece. The next thing you know, I can see that piece on the other end of the board. 
And all of a sudden, I start taking in my march one piece and one, one space at a time. You see, what makes the pond unique is that it can make, if it can make it all the way from one end to the board to the other, it's the only piece on the board that can be promoted. It's the only piece that if it can just hold on and get from one end to the other, it gets to get to that other end and it gets to say, okay, what kind of piece do I want to be? I think I'll be the queen. I'll be a part of the bride. Amen. I think we'll double the church tonight. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. And we're going to go and give the church double power. Why? Because I made it to the other end and God promoted me. Hallelujah, Lord. I don't know about you, but I thank God that I get to be a pawn. And if I can hold on one of these days, God is going to promote me. God is going to promote you. God is going to lift you up. And God is going to set you up so that you're going to be able to be an avenue into the kingdom for a family, for a neighborhood. Hallelujah, Lord God. Don't you give up on just being a pawn. Don't you get down on just taking one step at a time. Hallelujah, Lord, because if you keep on taking one step, one step, eventually you get to the other end. Hallelujah. The definition is promotion is a chess rule that requires a pawn that reaches its eighth rank to be immediately replaced by the player's choice of a queen, knight, rook, or bishop of the same color. The new place or the new piece replaces the pawn on the same square as part of the same move. I don't know how long you've been serving God. I don't know how long it's probably felt like I'm just taking one step and I'm not getting very far. But if you'll keep stepping, if you'll keep moving, all of a sudden, you're going to take one last step, and in one move, not a next move, you're not there hanging there waiting to survive one more move, but in that move, you become what God has called you to be. And God says, you know what, I need another queen. God says, I need another rook, whatever it might be. I don't know anybody who wouldn't pick to be anything but a queen. Hallelujah, Lord. But you go from being the one piece. It can only go one place, one place. You can only go in one direction. Hallelujah, Lord. And in one move, all of a sudden, you get promoted to this place where you become the most powerful piece on the board. Hallelujah, Lord. And your enemy is shaking in his boots because by then, you probably have already sacrificed queen for queen. Hallelujah, Lord. And all of a sudden, or if he still has his queen, all of a sudden you've got two which means that uh, when the church begins to put the enemy on the run it's when the pawns in the church say I'm going to just take one step at a time I'm going to get from one end of the board to the other hallelujah Lord and as they get to the other end amen all of a sudden the enemy says what is this what is going on here You may not feel like anybody today, but you keep on moving. You keep on going. Hallelujah, Lord. But it takes patience, and it takes trust on the part of the pawn. Because it can take quite a while. It takes complete submission. Once we become what God wants us to be, then we can go on the attack and chase the devil all over the board. How many here are tired of being held up by the enemy? How many here are tired of uh, that enemy seeming to take swipes at you and your family all the time? 
Amen. Let that old enemy go and try to dog you, dog you, dog you. You just keep saying, go ahead, devil, I'm taking one step today. Go ahead, devil, I'm going to go one step further. Oh, go ahead, devil, I'm going to go ahead and take one more step. And all of a sudden, the devil's laughing and mocking at you, kind of like he did Nehemiah. Hallelujah, Lord. When they started to rebuild the wall, until they started to rebuild the wall, then he got a little upset. The enemy's going to be all over you until, of course, you get to that eighth rank. And then when you say, I want to be a queen. And then you turn around and look at that devil and say, you better run. Because I've got the power on the board now. Praise God. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank God. So today, you may just feel like a pawn in the, in, in the chess game of life. But you have a purpose. If you commit your hopes, your dreams, and your goals to Him, you can trust He has a purpose for you. Some will be used to sacrifice for the kingdom. Some will uh, hold back the enemy and stand firm uh, right where they are. And some will be promoted and sent on the attack. Whatever it is, God's got a plan. God has got the board figured out. You just trust where you're at. Amen. And know that if you do what God has called you to do, you're going to be where God wants you to be. But He's got that plan. Amen. Ask Paul. In Acts chapter 26, we know that when he had fallen to the earth in verse 14, I heard a voice speaking unto me, saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But arise and stand upon thy feet. For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. To make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things which, uh, things in which I will appear unto thee. Delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom I now I send thee. There's not one person here that doesn't have a God purpose in their life. There is one, not one person here who God hasn't called for you to be an element and a tool and a vessel of deliverance for somebody. If you'll trust God and go out and teach that Bible study, knock on that door, witness to that soul, pray for that soul, seek after the God's plan for them and, and begin to go after them. You can trust God. He has called you. And if things don't seem so good right now, just remember what Romans 8 and 28 says. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are the called according to His purpose. He didn't put those pawns on there for no purpose. He is calling people to be committed to His purpose. To put our lives in His hands. And to trust Him with everything. My grace is sufficient for thee. By the grace of God. I don't know what today holds. I don't have no hope outside of God for tomorrow. But whatever I've got today, God, I give it to you. And I take this step. It doesn't seem very big to a lot of people. The world, and by the world standards, they look at you and say, what are you doing? 
You're wasting your life. No, sir. No, ma'am. I was called for this day, for this purpose. But you're just a pawn. You could be so much more somewhere else. Hear me. Don't tell me the devil hasn't whispered in your ear. You could go somewhere else. But God is standing right beside you saying, just take one more step. Just take one more step. You don't know how close you are to promotion. You don't know how close you are to the power I'm going to give you. Just keep taking one step at a time. Do you trust him? Are you ready to be a pawn? Come on, you can be a rook. You can be a bishop. You can be a knight. But you will always be a rook. You will always be a bishop. And you will always be a knight. You'll still be sacrificed because you'll still be in the hands of the king. But as a pawn, a loyal pawn who just does what they're called, who just gets up every day and says, God, what do you want me to do today? This turn, where would you like me to go? You want me to stay here and hold them back? Then I'll do it. God, you want me to take a step forward? I'll do it, God. God, there's somebody beside me that I need to help. I'll attack them. Praise God. I'll do what you want me to do. What God is looking for is not for somebody who desires to be the rook, who desires to be the bishop, who desires to be the knight, who desires to be a hero. What he's looking for is Somebody who says, I am called to be what you want me to be, God. And if I spend my life as a pawn, I'll go to heaven knowing I did what you called me to do. But God, if you have it for me, I'll get to the other end and you'll make me what I'm supposed to be. But I'm not going to seek it. I'm not going to go after it. And I'm not going to chase it. I'm just going to do what you have called me to do, God. Come on, hallelujah, Lord. I'm glad to just be a pawn in the kingdom of God. I'm glad I get to do what God has called me to do. I'm glad I just got to take one step at a time. Are you ready to be a pawn? Will you let him sacrifice you? Will you let him play you his way? Come on. Will you be content staying in one place, holding back the enemy? Will you be content providing yourself as a shield for the king? You know, to the vulnerable pawn that is at risk to be taken can be protected by the king. Because most places you're not going to protect that uh, pawn with a lot of other things because it's just a pawn. But I've been in a lot of games with some good chess players with just a pawn and a king moving around the board trying to keep them both alive. And it's amazing how long you can stretch out a game just because that king can get right up next to you and say as long as you stay right here, as long as you're right one square away, just be one space away, and I can protect you. So if it does get squirrely, just get close to the king. And let the club stay close to you. Because it can move in any direction, but it can only move one space at a time. 
So you can move the king right behind your pawn and no one's going to touch it. You have a purpose in the kingdom. If you're a knight, you can't move like a bishop. And if you're a bishop, you can't move like a knight. And a bishop can't move like a rook, and a rook can't move like a... So today I proclaim I am just a pawn. Are you? John 15, 16 says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And ordained you that you should go, for, go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. And that whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, He may give it to you. Also Luke 12 and 6 says, Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings? And not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are more valuable than many sparrows. And then finally, Luke 1 and 37 tells us, For with God all things, for, or, or for with God nothing shall be impossible. I just want to be a pawn. And so, in this box, and I'm going to set it up here as we get ready to close, and you can stand. If the musicians normally come, you can come. You see, you can spend a lifetime trying to be everything you think you should be. You can spend a lifetime of frustration never being in the will and purpose of God because you never settle for what God has called you to be. The sooner we realize the enemy would say, you don't want to be a pawn. There's no power in being a pawn. Come on, they're the first to go. Don't waste your time there. Come on, you, 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 go, you, go, you go worry about being a rook. You go be a bishop. You go, you, go do, you go try to be the queen on your own. You hear me. If every saint of God would get the idea that they're just a pawn, there's enough in the kingdom of God that we could overwhelm the enemy. And he can't stop us all. When Job was going through everything he was going and losing everything, you know, in that scripture and in that series of scriptures, there's always a verse where somebody comes and say, I and I alone. You know what that tells me? The devil never gets everybody. There's always going to be a church. There's always going to be somebody seeking after the kingdom of God. There's always going to be somebody taking a switch to the enemy. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm here to tell you, if we would just march in this army, if we would just march as a, as a pawn, hallelujah, Lord, let God make us what He wants us to be. If I would just get up each and every day and begin to walk like God has called me to walk, get up and pray like God's called me to pray, get up and seek after Him like He's called me to. Never take a day off. Never let the enemy have a chance to recoup. If I would get up and say, today, God, where am I going? Today, God, where do you want me to go? Today, God, I'm here. Call me. Use me. Why did we have victory last Sunday? Because somebody was in an altar holding back the enemy. Yes, yes. Because somebody got up and said, I'm just a pawn.
Palmer needs some pawns. There is a city that is still to be reached. There are more people moving to Palmer each and every day. There are doors that haven't been knocked. There are homes that haven't been to. There's service. There's witnessing that hasn't been done. And God is saying, when are you going to go? When will you get up and take that step? When will you be able to go? Hallelujah, Lord. Come on, that's all right. There's different pieces in there, but there's about 112 pawns in there. So you got to be one of the first 112. I had faith for 224 tonight. Come on. That's how many pieces I brought. Come on. How many pieces did you bring? How many pawns got up and said, hey, I'm going to make a way for my neighbor? I'm going to make a way. Come on, it's a Wednesday night. I've got a 45-minute drive, hour drive home. But I think Palmer is about to rise up and say in submission to him, we are going to go everywhere God has called us to go. We're going to get up and walk everywhere God has called us to walk. Hallelujah, Lord. We're going to speak where He tells us to speak. We're going to be His hands. We're going to be His feet. Hallelujah, Lord. We're going to be His eyes in this last day. I am going to rise up and be what God has called me to be. Come on, we're in the last days. This time is running out. God needs you. God needs you to get involved. God needs you to get out of your seat and begin to say, What can I do? I'm tired of just sitting here. Come on, I want to be used in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. There's a soul that depends on you. There's a neighborhood that depends on you. Come on, there is a city that is crying out for Palmer Pentecostal to stand up and say we will. Oh, to be a pawn. It's the greatest honor in the game of life to be a pawn in the kingdom of God. Come on right now. Come. There's a Bible study waiting for you. There's an opportunity to reach out for you. Come on. Are you going to be counted? Are you going to take a step in the kingdom? Hallelujah. Oh God, I pray right now. Lord, I pray God victory in this place, God. I pray healing in this place, oh God. Come on right now. Oh yes, Lord God. You are worthy. 